Get psyched with friends, ladies, and amateur crushers, Morgan and Cynthia. Join us as we share personal stories from our climbing lives. Our proudest achievements. Our epic failures. And most of all, our borderline obsessive love of the sport. Welcome Welcome to to Crag Crag Confessions. Episode one. We were Gumbies once too. Welcome to the show. I'm Cynthia. I'm Morgan. Welcome to our climbing podcast where Cynthia and Morgan, friends and climbers, discuss our personal stories, opinions, reflections, and anything else related to climbing. I think it'd be nice to start off our first podcast by looking back at our noob days Oh when yes. we were baby climbers. Little babies, so many moons ago. <laughs> <laughs> So the first question I have is, how did we get into it? Mm, Yeah. Well, um, I had just moved to Columbus, Ohio after graduating college in 2014. And so I didn't know anybody or know anything about Ohio because, like, who knows anything about Ohio? (laughs) So I took to Groupon for inspiration and turns out right across the street from my apartment complex, there was a, a bouldering gym that had just opened up in the last like year or so called Kinetic. So I found this like buy one, get one and went there for the very first time. <laughs> and it was awesome. And when you say Groupon, did you go in a group or was it just by yourself? Um, I went with, uh, well, he's uh, my then boyfriend, but you know. Now not. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and he, he enjoyed it too, but I guess he just didn't get as obsessed with it as me. That's hilarious, I think, because I feel like I often see couples coming into the gym and it's usually the guy dragging their girlfriend to the right. gym. Yeah, I definitely see that too. <laughs> um, But I don't know, I just really loved the like, the puzzle and the the physical aspect of it. And I mean, I didn't have any upper body strength when I first started. So like it was this thing that was totally foreign, but felt like I was doing something, like felt like I was like making some kind of progress. Yeah, so I really loved it. And I didn't get a membership that day. Um, We left, but then for like the next two weeks, all I could think about was this one problem that I had been trying and so I was like, ah, oh, I got to go back. And then Whoa. I got a membership. Uh, yeah, it was around like November of 2014. And then I've been climbing ever since. So is that seven years now? What, seven seven years. years. More than seven, seven years. Eight years? 2014. I can't do any now. <laughs> yeah, seven years now. And did you stick with it because you just liked how it made you feel? I think I stuck with it because... Um, like I got a like this like huge sense of accomplishment, um, especially I saw I have like that first project that I remember very distinctly. Um, you know, now I remember it as just a jug haul, but at the time I was like getting pumped out of my mind trying to get do this thing. Oh yeah, um, and it was a it was like a, kind of a long problem. It started as a traverse for probably like ten or twelve moves, and then it went up uh, the wall after that. So it felt like I was like doing something and like every day I went back or I I could 
see myself getting a little bit farther, a little bit farther, like things getting a little bit easier. And then the next move would just, would be like hard again. Yeah. 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 I guess progress is actually really fast at the beginning. Right. Yeah. That was also like really uh, satisfying, I guess, to, to find that, that sense of progress. Yeah. 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 Did you think that you were especially talented at it? Did you think Mm -hmm. that you were, you know, gonna get good at it (laughs) no I don't I don't think so (laughs) um there were times when like I think I just spent so much time at the gym even not climbing just like (laughs) watching people because I didn't know anybody else in in town so and I didn't have anything else to do I just spent so much time there and I got to know a lot of people and I watch a lot of people and I think that that really helped me learn technique at the beginning I just happened to do the drop knee and then, and I didn't know what it was. I just, you know, it just felt kind of natural. And then some guy told me afterwards, like, Hey, that was a sick drop knee. Oh my God. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I don't know what I dropped, but thank you. <laughs> and the, the owner of that gym, so since the gym was very new at the time, the, the membership base wasn't super high and like, he just didn't, I guess, you know, he had a more free time than maybe a, a very busy gym owner would have. And so I would just be there and it would, there wouldn't be like a whole lot of other people in the gym. And he'd be like, hey, Cynthia, do you know how to flag? I'm like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> Teaching yeah. the little baby climber. <laughs> yeah. And so he like set this whole route for me that was supposed to like, you know, help me practice flagging. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't think that I was, like, particularly, like, have, like, some, like, propensity towards climbing, you know, any more than anyone else does. But I think I just had, like, a lot of really supportive people when I first started. And I think that helped make it really accessible for me. Well, I think you have a propensity towards climbing. Oh, shucks. You're getting a big head. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, what about you? What's your what's your story? It was twenty sixteen. I guess it's yeah, only five years ago, but I was in a totally different stage of my life. I had just been dumped by my ex in a horrible way. And it seemed like my future was wide open because all my dreams of living and being with that man had disappeared in a flash. We hate him. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate him anymore, but certainly at the time I was really depressed and I was spending a lot of time with my parents and my mom, who probably knows me better than, you know, I want to admit, remembered that I really liked climbing on the monkey bars when I was a kid uh, at the local playground and decided to get me out of the house by driving me to the local climbing gym. And uh, we paid $20 and I went in and there were tons of auto belays. So I just did auto belay mm-hmm. that first day. And I didn't, I didn't even wear climbing shoes. Like they didn't even require that you needed to rent climbing shoes. I just came <laughs> in my sneakers. <laughs> Some um, kind of carnival. Exactly. Right. <laughs> was... I, I tried out a couple of routes. I really liked it. I even remember nicking myself on one of my fingers like bleeding and being like oh wow like I actually you know 
tried really hard on this thing. (laughs) Then I went back to my apartment and my mom sent me a link to a local climbing gym in New York City and encouraged me to go. Something I think she dearly regrets to this day. Uh, <laughs> How could she have known? Yeah. It become your whole life. No one could have predicted. Because <laughs> I was a total couch potato before. <laughs> and I eventually joined that gym that she sent me a link to. And that was the first gym that I'd ever gotten a membership to at the you know ripe age of 27. Wow. <laughs> um, but I remember, I remember going to that that small gym in New York. And I remember, I remember thinking that all of the V1s and V0s at that tiny little gym were not hard once you figured out the trick. (laughs) I, I didn't have the vocabulary to speak about beta, but I thought in my head that there's a trick to each of these, you know, like there's a way that you're supposed to put one hand on this and then the other hand on that. And once you do that, it's easy. I mean, I think a lot of, <laughs> a lot of V1s and 2s are dependent on body positioning because they assume you don't have any, you know, actual strength. Right. So it's all sort of like counterbalancing and like pushing against the feet and whatnot. I thought that first day that everything was going to come easily because every problem had a trick. <laughs> <laughs> so has has that feeling changed then yeah it changed like the second time I went to that gym (laughs) I remember the second time I went I saw the v1s and zeros I was like I I did those last time I'm just gonna go to the v2 (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I just jumped right on a v2 without warming up or anything (laughs) and it was like so hard but (laughs) I I think I sent it maybe after one or two tries, like relatively quickly, Uh, but I had, I had to try so incredibly hard that I was flash pumped after I sent it and I could not do anything else that entire session. Like no matter (laughs) how much time I waited, even (laughs) after like 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. So did you, like, I had, a, like, a really, you know, supportive community when I first started climbing. Did you have something like that? Well, the little gym that I went to was really just a room that I think is about the size of my bedroom in your city. <laughs> like, really not a big <laughs> gym at all. Um, so that definitely made it feel very communal you know everyone could see everyone else and Mm -hmm. you really couldn't get away from the staff because it was like one room I eventually met people that I still know today you know like Addie was a Mm -hmm. staff member there and Lena was the manager there oh wow two people who are now at CRG and they are pillars of the community now so I'm, I'm really glad I got to know them early on is there anything that you would want to tell your your younger climbing self that you know now you wish you had known then yeah I did a lot of stupid things back then (laughs) for example the classic full crimping everything oh my gosh yeah well did you full crimp everything too Cynthia um in the first like couple of months after I started climbing it was probably I guess like in the first like six months I met 
uh, this guy who I ended up dating for quite some time afterwards. Shout out Adam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he'd been climbing for a couple of years at that point and was like, Cynthia, whatever you do, just don't full crimp anything ever, ever, because it's really bad for your joints. And so I was very afraid of crimping. <laughs> Whoa, you actually avoided full crimping? Yeah, yeah. So That's I don't crazy. know if that makes me like lucky or what, but I, um, so even now, you know, I try not to full crimp um, on things because I just, I'm, a, I'm worried that I'm going to get like severe joint pain and I think I have you know I mean I don't know it's a pretty high impact sport on your on your joints so I've, I've just really tried to minimize the impact as much as possible mad props to you I hope so well I guess <laughs> mad props to Adam thank you <laughs> you know I do have the like the classic you know bit of swelling um around the the joints and the knuckles on my fingers so I oh, don't yeah. know so it's normal so it's normal, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think I'm like currently uh, trying to nurse some some injuries back to health. Um, my my shoulder, my left shoulder, for instance, like last spring, I sublexed it, or it, it's like you know when you dislocate it, but it goes back into place really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that must have like you know torn some something in there because um, it's yeah. It's like, it's better, but it still feels a little funny. Like I have to be really ginger with it. And then more recently, the like insides of my elbows have been flaring. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, I don't, I think that it was because uh, I also started doing parkour this year and doing like parkour and climbing is super fun. I think that they have a lot of transferable skills, but it has maybe been a, a lot for my my body to handle and there's this like technique that you use in parkour called a cat hang and you just like hang with your like on a sort of a flat edged wall with your feet on like pressing against the wall like you don't have any like actual footholds but you're just pressing against the wall and using like uh, body positioning and pressure to um, create friction but it is a lot on your grip mm-hmm. so in that position you like dyno to uh pre- you know presumably that same position but on a different wall or like up higher or something um and we did like a full week of of dynoing into cat and i think it just sort of fucked up my elbows <laughs> jesus christ yeah oh so. my god cynthia <laughs> i know i know so i think if i were to tell my younger self something even my younger self like last month <laughs> uh-huh. uh, it'd be don't maybe maybe don't don't do so much <laughs> <laughs> or do more more rehab or more prehab i don't know what could have prevented this but yeah just a full week of doing the same like high impact move is probably not so good on your aging body (laughs) yeah for sure for sure yeah it reminds me of like um I I mean when you were doing that cat exercise I'm sure you kind of wanted to keep the ball rolling and have the same sort of positive feedback cycle of doing it and then you know doing it again maybe Mm -hmm. and then doing it again right (laughs) (laughs) and then finding success with it um, and you don't want to break it by saying, 
I guys, I need to watch out for my joints, like some sort of <laughs> Debbie Downer, you know. <laughs> I, I definitely remember not wanting to to stop a good thing. I think I remember I was doing this yellow crimp climb at MPHC, but I would just go at this stupid crimp climb over and over again. I, I fell from the top of it several times, I remember. And Mm -hmm. I would remember feeling my fingers like in so much pain afterwards, but just being like, (laughs) wow, I'm so close to it. You know, I I really need to just give it another go. Uh And at that time, I thought that my fingers were invincible. You know, I thought that like I could just push them further Mm -hmm. into those little crimps. And I didn't have the problems that other people had where you know they couldn't close their hands or they had fucked up (laughs) joints and like blown pulleys and whatnot you know so I just wanted to keep it rolling um I mean I was dumb now I had those problems that I thought I was so above long ago Mm -hmm. um I remember that sort of arrogance that that sort of disregard for safety you know I I feel like you know we can take these these lessons into the future hopefully they will (laughs) uh you know be useful for our climbing longevity (laughs) it's hard to imagine our lives without I mean it's it feels silly to say like oh this sport is everything this sport is life but like it really has become so uh entrenched in our day in our day-to-day like it's weird to think about the time when we will just be too old but I don't think we will decay for a good long while. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Hopefully I can just get these elbows under control. I do want to share a funny memory from when I was just starting. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so uh, I was trying this orange V2. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was still, you know, very early in my climbing life, maybe the fourth or fifth time that I had gone there. But I was trying it and it had, you know, basically jugs, but they seemed pretty slopey to me at the time. (laughs) So (laughs) I was, you know, trying really hard to stay on these slopey holds. And in a lot of cases, when you're climbing, you know when you're about to come off, so you can kind of prepare, right? Mm-hmm. But if, but on these particular holds, I I was trying so hard, and the people behind me were like so supportive that I didn't know that I was about to come off. I suddenly found myself from kind of higher higher on the wall to the floor, and I landed on my back like a dead bug on the floor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my glasses flew off. Tears suddenly came to my eyes, you know, had the wind knocked out of me. Uh And everyone was kind of coming around me saying, like, are you okay? And I said, I'm okay. At the same time, trying to hold back, you know, rising tears Mm -hmm. and trying to keep my voice level at the same time, feeling that like my nose was about to, you know, slobber and I was just going to (laughs) break down. (laughs) But I, I kind of you know, came together for the rest of that session, but I didn't climb anything else. I just sat there and then I went home and I cried and it was horrible. Oh no. (laughs) I was so broken up. 
Yeah, like, I mean, how, how did you come back from that? <laughs> that sounds kind of traumatic. Yeah, I think uh, I should have learned more from it than I did. I don't know what I really learned from that experience. I must have just pushed through and, you know, gone back and eventually probably sent that damn V2 or not. Who knows? But <laughs> I think I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to feel success. I wanted to feel victory. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt really horrible to have that stolen from me right. um, at the time. And also I should have learned how to fall (laughs) like don't just fall on your back right not the best position if you can help it yeah yeah well well that is something that I have always um admired about you um is that you just you try really really hard I think you have some intense internal motivation to to send your projects and you just I can just tell that you are trying so hard even though like because I feel like we're in terms of strength I'm probably stronger than you you know I think I could like do more pull-ups than you and like I you know I think I probably have like a bit more power than you you know with my giant biceps Uh um but we're still climbing the same things and I think you often send them before me <laughs> and I think that you just have this incredible drive to stay on and um, just use everything that you have to to climb a, a problem and I think that that's that's super cool oh yeah so it's 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 uh it's cool to hear that you have seems like you have always had <laughs> uh this quality since since the very beginning yeah I mean I guess I I try to be more strategic about where that motivation goes if you're Mm -hmm. not psyched on something there's no way to conjure it up you know unless it's just there yeah yeah well well on that note maybe uh we'll wrap it up for today okay